In the holy name of Jesus, amen. We've spent this last church year with our friend St. Mark, who began his gospel by saying, this is the beginning of the good news. And now we've come to the end of our church year and the end of his gospel, and I was just wondering whether it still sounds like good news to you. In those days, tribulation, the sun will be dark and the moon will not light, and the heavens will shake the stars from the sky. On first read, that seems to be a description of raw chaos. Whether or not you think something is good usually depends on where you are standing when you get the news. William Willimon, who used to be the dean of the chapel at Duke, tells about a mission trip to Honduras, one of the poorest countries in Latin America. One night after working all day at a free clinic in a small town, some of the doctors and nurses and students and locals were sitting around a fire talking about their favorite Bible verses. Of course, the usual suspects emerged, John 3.16 and Psalm 23 and the Sermon on the Mount. But then a small Honduran woman said, I love the words toward the end of St. Mark's Gospel, where Jesus tells his people that the temple will be destroyed, the stones of the temple will be thrown down, the moon will turn to blood, there will be wars and revolutions, and everything will be burned. The Dukies thought that there was something lost in translation. But then a nurse leaned over and whispered, I talked to her at the clinic today. She's had four children, and three of them starved to death before the age of five. So for that woman, the chaos of the last day is really the end of chaos. The end of chaos is a welcome pattern that we have seen over and over again in St. Mark's Gospel. You recall, I am sure, that St. Mark's Gospel is full of monsters. There are demons in the desert, the synagogue and the graveyard. There is the leper, the paralytic, the man with the withered hand, the woman who just cannot stop bleeding, and the 12-year-old girl who dropped dead for no good reason. There are hot, frenzied crowds and cold, stormy seas, and stuffed ears and hard hearts and closed eyes. But like that peasant woman in Honduras, whether or not you think this is good all depends on where you're standing when you get the news. From where Jesus is standing, it doesn't look so much like chaos as the opportunity for chaos to end. Throughout the Gospel of St. Mark, we have seen that Jesus comes to each and every evil with a gravitas, a calm presence, and a clear purpose. Jesus does not react to the chaos. Jesus does not let evil set the agenda. And Jesus does not join the panic. Instead, Jesus takes a measure on the chaos, each 
and every time. And then in his own time and in his own way, he does whatever gospel thing needs to be done. He heals the sick, he feeds the poor, he stills the sea, he quiets the crowd, he raises the dead. He touches, he teaches, he himself dies, and then he rises. He makes wrongs right. He stops the chaos, and he shows the way forward, bidding all of us follow me so that someday he can have all his children home again in Eden. Chaos is always the devil's work. Whether it is the chaos of original sin in Eden or the chaos in our world, our church, or in our own lives. But the promise of the last Sunday of the church here is that Christ is on his way back to finish off his old foe and to stop all chaos for good. It may be that Christ will come today, or it may be that he will come tomorrow. But whenever he finally does ride the clouds down in fire, you can be sure that Jesus will put an end to all devilish nonsense. On that day, you and I will want to be standing in a gospel place that lets us hear the news as good news, a place that lets us welcome him and not fear him. On that day, you and I will want to have confessed every last one of our sins and forgiven every last person who has sinned against us so that we can look up and greet Christ in faith and joy. Actually, I'm not so concerned about most of you living or dying eternally. Even when we get irritated or cranky or gossipy or hard-hearted around here, I guess that most of us have enough Jesus left in us by grace through faith alone to save us on the last day. But just getting past the chaos of the last day is not the end of the story. At least not the way that Jesus tells the story in the gospel this morning from St. Mark. There is still the question of from now till then. From now till then, says Jesus, stay awake, tend the signs, and live the parable of the fig tree. Life. And by that I mean real life, church life, life with Jesus present, has a calm, kind, healing rhythm. It is a calm, kind, healing rhythm that looks like all those other stories in St. Mark's Gospel, tucked in between the monsters and the chaos. We've heard many of them in the weeks just past. It is a calm, kind, healing rhythm 
that looks like giving a cup of cold water to someone who's very thirsty, or taking a wife, or hugging a child, or giving money to the poor, or following Jesus quietly with both joy and disappointment. Those readings have also come to us this year from St. Mark, and they are as much a part of Jesus' way as the spectacular stories where he calms the demonic chaos. So here is the lesson that ends the church year. The very first thing the Lord did to creation was order the chaos. And the very last thing that Jesus will ever do to creation is order the chaos. But from now until then, we are meant to live and act and speak calmly and kindly and healingly as his disciples. It is true that there is evil all around. And if we touch it, if we touch evil, our own lives will turn to chaos. And that chaos can rattle us and panic us and exhaust us. But Jesus says that is not how life is meant to be. Instead, he says today, your life and mine are meant to be like the greening of the trees in spring, slow and steady, calm and quiet and kind, reliable and predictable, and certain to come to maturity. You have heard it all before. Christ and scripture and prayer and the divine service, generous giving, acts of mercy, and a winsome witness. Those gifts from Jesus offer you his gravitas, and they give your lives a calm presence and a clear purpose and a healing rhythm that when tended will save you from the daily chaos and strengthen you to do the right thing right now. And ultimately they will give you a gospel place to stand so that when Jesus does come again on clouds with fire, your life matches his will and his way and you can welcome his arrival as your blessed end here and your joyful beginning before the face of God there. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.